Welcome to the first real episode of the Family Fortitude Podcast. Um, in this episode, we're going to be talking about family first. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Gian Martz. And I'm your other host, Lonnie Martz. So, today, we figured we would start with the foundation of um, family first and why the family is important. Yes, uh, I think it goes right back to believing in the Bible. We we call it a pivot foot uh, as God has spoken to us through the word that we are to develop families. Uh, but we start with the first institution, which was marriage. And so uh, marriage, obviously between a man and a woman. Uh, and now we move into what has he declared for us, man and woman, what are our roles. So, so when I think about um, the foundation of the family, kind of like Lonnie said, I think about um, it all started with um, a man and a woman. It started with Adam and Eve. And from that, um, God actually gave them directives. And when you look at Genesis 128, it talked about um, how God spoke to them. And he said, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and have dominion and subdue it and all those things. So he gave them this directive. And I don't think he ever changed his mind about what he spoke in those scriptures um, to be fruitful and to multiply. And the thing that he was looking for, if you go a couple, not even a couple, some chapters ahead um, in Malachi 2, then you get to understand why he brought man and woman together. It's kind of, it's kind of like a, a setup for the setup, but he had to start somewhere. Um, so he said, okay, man and woman, I'm going to bring you guys together. But what I'm really looking for is the, the multiplication of the seed, the uh, the replenishing of godly seed in the earth. Right, right. Uh, replenishing of godly seed in the earth. Which obviously, you know, when you when you say the Lord's Prayer, you hear the message uh, from the Lord, you know, kingdom come on earth and, and his will be done. And obviously we, we can talk a little bit more about that, but you, you start to recognize that God has an intention for his people on the earth to bring his will here to the earth. So that we may not have the things that that are, are actually going on in the earth this very day, and Gian and I believe that it happens with parents, parenting, uh, families, and if God has given us those directives, it is up to us to to issue them or delegate them out to our children, and so that we can see the benefits and the the life that that builds from the the Word of God around us and everything that we do. And so it is very important to, to know what he has said. My role is as a, as a husband, as a father, and for my wife to know what her role is as mother and, and wife. And so these are things that we believe cause our lives to go well. So you, when we're thinking about family first, so God instituted the, the family um, as a first institution before he established a church before he established a school, before he established a business, he set the family in order by first bringing these two individuals together, a husband and a wife together. And then again, from that, um, he was looking for the replenishment of godly seed in the earth and therefore godly children. He was looking for parents, then the husband and a wife, to raise their children in the fear and admonition of him to teach them um, his ways and um, his laws and his precepts. Right, right. 
And you see that in Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 6, around verse 4. Yeah, and, 4 to 7 or 4 to 9. Yeah, and he talks about, uh, he he's given the children of Israel another directive mm-hmm. about um, when they cross over into the promised land, like what his expectation of them is. And it's that he would, that that they would teach their children when they're sitting down, when they rise up, as they go about their way. So basically it is you teach your children the word of God, just like in everyday life. If y'all sitting around a dinner table, um, I always think about um, like with our children, if you say, for instance, one of them is being unkind to the other, which is not an unusual occurrence (laughs) um, because we don't have perfect children. Um, But our solution for that is to push back on them with the word of God. So what does the word say about how you're supposed to treat others? And I think just quite simply, that's what God expects. He's like, okay, teach the word to them at all times. Right, right. And at the same time, we we do recognize the fact that as we're pushing that word back on them and they're hearing us, you know, say it. Hey, this is this is the, what we believe. This is how we how we live. And this is something that's going to occur every time. So we're going to be consistent with it, but also in the same regards, I believe that we as parents, when we're out of line or we're out of the word or we do something that is not uh, in in line with the word, our kids will sometimes say to us, "Hey, you, you, that's not right. You can't, you, you can't possibly say that at this point in time. Whatever it is, if it doesn't align with the word of God, you can't say that." And we as parents have to know that not only do we have a responsibility and authority over our kids, but we have a responsibility and authority to hear our kids when they challenge us with the word or when they speak to us with the word because it, it's 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 an honorable system that we're working in. And we have to make sure that honor remains because we, we will all be sometimes out of line with the word. Yeah, I think about... Um... <laughs> If they see us behaving outside of the same character that we teach them about and they see us modeling something different, oh, they will definitely go, um, mom, I thought you said, or dad, I thought you said, you know, such and such and such. And so then it it challenges us to get ourselves in alignment with the word because I'm like, we don't want to be teaching them something and modeling something other than what we're teaching before them, because that's what hypocrisy is. Right, and that, all it does is it undermines the actual word of God in their lives, in our lives, and we look like, as, as hypocrites will, we look like you really don't believe what you're saying. And if you right. don't believe what you're saying, why are you saying it? Why are you wasting my time? And so it is very important to hear them when they push back. They push you back to the word of God, because... Really, what we're looking for is everybody should be pushed to the word of God and governed by its authority. I was going to say, it doesn't feel good in the moment, but you realize, wow, that's some good fruit being produced from the seed that we put in you. You know, when, <laughs> when your kids can recognize um, that your your words and your actions are not aligning. So, um, so that whole Deuteronomy 6, 4, teaching it to your children at all times. So that's one of the ways that you can start to build a, a strong family. But one of the one of the directives that God has given us is to teach it to our children. But then also, when you think about the directives that he's given children, um, and we say the Ten Commandments, and um, 
it was the first time that, that actually in the scriptures that you can see God giving the children a commandment. He says, children, obey your parents. So because this is right and it's the first commandment with a promise so that you may live long upon the face of the earth. So you see he gives a directive to parents, but then he also gives an instruction and a directive to children. And um, in that system is honor. In the system of teaching and modeling and then children coming and obeying, which later on sometime we'll talk about, you know, um, going from a position of obeying your parents to honor your parents, but just establishing a culture of honor in your family. Um, and that, that's huge. That's what works in our family. And, and as I said in the first podcast, this is not about telling you, you know, you got to do it the way we do it. Right. But, but we have heard a number of people ask us or, or we have sat down with a number of people and they've asked us how did you get your, your kids to do this how did you get your kids to do that and I, to, to be quite honest with you we're in amazement at them as well as most people are right. but we also know that there are some things that are in place and when we talk about honor and, and how it is set up we teach them who they are and, 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 and we, we maintain that honor because they have a responsibility towards us and we have a responsibility towards them. And in the culture that we have established within our house is about honor. So we can always push them back to the word and say, hey, that, that, that's not, that's not what, what you believe in. That's not who you are. Right. And, and when they hear that, it, it, it makes them conform. Now, do they do it right away? Mm-hmm. We, I, you know, a lot of people don't, don't realize our kids, they are they're not angels no, <laughs> they, they they can get way out of line and many times we have to say and trust in the word of god that it will bring them back to to the foundation that we have placed within them and and so it, it is that foundation that we lean on we don't put our kids on blast either when they do stuff that's like way out of line it's not like I can't believe you did blah 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 and putting them out there on bl- we don't we don't do that we deal with that um from a position again of honor we cover we cover them not saying that we you know we hide their sin or anything like that but we try to cover them where they don't feel like oh mom and dad don't have my back and um that's again part of how we create culture and um the culture of honor in our home now I, I want to kind of touch on this also when we talk about family first one of the things that we also teach our children is um, this is the family that God has assigned you to. <laughs> so to want to be in somebody else's family or so-and-so's mom and dad don't do X, Y, and Z, like I'm like, I'm so sorry. This is the family that God assigned you to. You are the children that God gave us. We can't wish and hope and dream for some other type of children or whatever. These are the children that God has assigned us to. So these are the siblings that God has assigned you to. So you know what? You're not going to skip a step by not being kind to your siblings or mistreating your siblings and then go smile at your friends at school. That's an absolute no in our house. Right, right. And, and, and I mean, and here's, here's, why, here's why that works for our house. Because it, it, for one, it's going to teach them how to deal with people. And deal, and, and every every each one of our children are different. I mean, uh, my wife has this saying: you know, you, you can you can look at the outside, you can paint the outside any color you want, any color, all types of colors, multiple colors. But when you cut the cut the cake inside that cake, we're all the same. And so 
that break, hold on, break down the cake theory a little bit because <laughs> you said paint the outside and then you started right, talking about right. the cake. So, so, so give them my cake theory. So the cake, the cake is let's say the cake is vanilla. It's vanilla. It's a pound cake. It's, okay, it's a pound cake. Yes. It's a pound cake. But we all get the opportunity to put the different icing, color icing on our cake. Flowers. And so we we got we got Football. all of that stuff on. <laughs> but but the cake is made from the same ingredients. Yeah. And by it being made from the same ingredients, you're going to always know what you get once you take that cover off. So when that cover comes off, it's the same cake. Everybody's the same cake. Some people may say, well, oh, that's not, you know, no, it is. It, it works because I'll tell you this. Um, you let them go and you let them be who they are and they, they have their quirks and their, their differences. But on the inside, what do we believe? What is our family mission statement? What is our model? What do we live by? That's going to be the thing that holds us to that foundation. And so that foundation is always what we come back to because, once again, kids can get out of line. They can get out of hand. They can follow. And as my wife was saying, they'll go off and say, hey, so-and-so parents, let them stay out till 3 in the morning. And, and that's the way I think we should, we, you know, you, you guys need to let me have a little bit extra time out. And we say, hey, we're not so-and-so's parents. We've taught you that there's a curfew and there's a time that you should be out, and then there's a time that you shouldn't be out. I'm not going to tell you, be here at 3 a.m., be here at, at 12 you know, a p.m. I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say, there's a time that you know you should be in, and then there's a time that you know is, is okay to be out. And because of that honor that, that we show and that they show us, we haven't had that, top, that that problem with curfews. They come in. They say, and you know, they're, they're grown. We've got, we got some adults in the house. And so they may come home sometimes at three, but they don't make it a habit. And so that's that's honor, honor toward our parents. They, they have rules. They know we have younger kids in the house. Hey, come in, be respectful, be honorable of your parents in their time. And so that is something that, as we say, outside of the cake can be all different sorts of icings and colors and whatever, but the, but the the, the basis of the cake is made with the same ingredients. So basically, everybody gets uh, a helping of honor. Everybody gets an, a helping of respect. Everybody gets a helping of integrity. Uh, because this, these, this is who we are. We, um, we strive to be people of integrity. We strive to be people um, who are generous. Um, we strive to be people who the word is the final authority. So if you see it in the word, that's just it. You, there's no arguing about um, what God says in his word. Um, we can we can dive into it and, and wrestle with it and things like that. Um, <clears throat> but the word is our final authority. So everybody gets those ingredients. But at the end of the day, um, you might have one kid who wants to decorate their cake to look like a football field. We might have one that likes... Um, flowers and pandas or whatever so they're the outside of their cake has pandas on it but um, when you slice the cake the inside of the cake should be the same should taste the same so wherever our kids are they should be people of integrity those are the things that we should hear about them that we should hear people say about them they're people of integrity they work hard they have a good work work ethic now do they mess up sometimes yes so please <laughs> please don't hear that and think we're, we're communicating or trying to say that our kids are perfect because I'm, I'm going to say that over and over and over and over again. Our kids are not angels. There's no feathers falling from under their clothes and <laughs> floating in the air behind them. That is not true by any stretch of the imagination. 
Mm-hmm. We still have to deal with things just like you have to deal with things with your kids. Um, but I wanted to get back to this one thing that we mentioned about um, how we train them to treat each other in the house mm-hmm. and um, creating that um, culture of respect and honor. And I think, like, we have, and I tell people this all the time, and we heard our uh, pastor say this about spots and stripes in the home, and and our house really has, you can see it in, in most of us, we have those that are spotted and striped, I'm sorry, spotted, meaning, let's see, we have the, the drawer lever open nurse, <laughs> they leave drawers open, they leave cabinets open, they leave lights on, you can kind of tell where they've been. And then mm-hmm. you have the other ones that are kind of wound a little bit tightly, like, why didn't you clean up your spot? Um, things have to be in order, and you got to do one, two, three. And so we have all that going on in the house. And now, mind you, you live with a person that's opposite of you for long periods of time, that stuff is going to get on your nerves. <laughs> and so then you may have a preference towards, you know, well, my sister gets on my nerves, and I don't want to, man, one, my kids know one of the worst things that they can do, mm. and I say worst things. Well, one of the worst things that they can do is mistreat one of their siblings and show favoritism in front of their sibling to a friend. They know that that will shoot, that will send me through the roof because I'm like, you are assigned to take care of your siblings. My mom, um, I've got four other siblings and that's something that my mom instilled in us when we were young. It's like, you know, if she knew that we were in a we were in our, in a presence our siblings with our sibling and say for instance one of our siblings was in trouble somebody was picking on them and we didn't say anything man we would be in trouble she just did it and then she didn't tolerate us being at odds with each other for very long so that was something that was modeled before me and i picked up and i'm like man i want that for my kids i want them to be friends and that's i mean that takes a lot of work to get to get your siblings because the world tells you you're not supposed to like your sibling. You're supposed to just, oh, I have my sister, I hate her. And I'm like, man, we don't talk like that in here. And we don't allow that to seep into our home. Matter of fact, is you know, we, we try to create opportunities for them to serve one another. I think we were just talking to one of our adult children and um, you know, now now they're like emerging adults and things and they have two totally the they have two totally different personalities. And they tend to rub each other the wrong way sometimes, like people who are different do. And so I was encouraging them. I'm like, hey, you know, that thing that gets on your nerves about that one is really a strength that you don't have. And you should learn, you should try to figure out how to celebrate the strength that you don't have that you think is rubbing you the wrong way. And um, and not so much take advantage of it, but benefit from it. And so... You know, we try to turn it around so that they can see things in a different, see those things in a different light and go, oh man, yeah, my sister has value. My sister is, is, is sharp in this area. My brother is sharp in this area and they have something that I don't have, even though sometimes it may rub me the wrong way. Um, that's, it's a strength that I, I may not have. So that whole idea of skipping a step at, in our house by, you know, I'm going to go hang out with my friends and I really just tolerate my brothers and sisters or whatever. That's just not, that's really just not a, a thing for us. That's something that we push back on hard. Yeah. We push back on that hard. I, um, you know, and you, you have to realize that I come from, I'm an only child. 
So what Gian's mom taught them about being siblings and living with one another and, and being able to uh, just just agree and sometimes agree to not to dis to disagree. But it, it, for me, I didn't have that. I, I you know so when I come into this situation, this is all new to me, and and I'm learning as we go, and it and it requires of me to have a, a, a I guess a, a meek and humble spirit. So that I learn from what's going on because one of us has actually been through this and I, I believe it's the correct way uh, and I've seen the benefit and the fruit from it. So when I come into it, I'm learning how to live with my kids that have attitudes that rub me the wrong way. And so it's, it's one of those things that, you know, I, I make sure I, I focus on when dealing with my children and dealing with my children's differences because they they will rub each other the wrong way and it's so easy to say well yeah yeah you know um you don't have to deal with them because why i'm my only child i didn't have to do that but when i realize that it has benefited my wife and her siblings and now we're not so much traditionally but it's it's becoming a part of our lives and i see the benefits of it being handled and, and how it's helped our kids to to really grow i mean immensely um, just being with one another and we don't skip those steps as my wife said we will not skip those steps and for me it's a step that I didn't even have but I don't skip it when I'm dealing with people outside of our family people who are you know on the fringes of our family it's, it's very important to learn how to deal with people uh, I, I can't think of who it was who said it. They, they would pay a, a greater amount of money for someone who knows how to deal with people before they pay for someone who just have a skill mm -hmm. and it, it is so it is so important dealing with people and I think it just prepares them to be a good friend a good spouse a good employer I'm oh, sorry employer or a employee. good employee because they learn how to deal with the differences in people and not just cast them off because they're not like them or they don't think like them and that's that's one of those things that I think that God, how God uniquely made the family, like the family is supposed to be the hotbed for that type of personal growth and development right. because you get to deal with people with different personalities and I, things like that. i tell you what we're, what we're experiencing right now is since we have uh, the emerging adults in the house, uh, it, it, you know, the emerging, anyone who has older kids and younger kids, that those older kids, some of their tendencies and habits and, and the maturity can rub off on the younger kids. And you wind up with younger kids who, who say things and act a little bit more mature than normal. What we're starting to find out is that we have the opportunities to sit and talk to all of our kids at times. And we pull, we, we, we almost do a round table where we sit and we start talking about things and they all have different opinions. And that is, that is a good thing because now they can almost see where the other one is coming from on certain situations. Right. Um, and and it, is, it is very helpful for the younger ones. It's very helpful for the older ones to remember where they were when they were younger right. and, and to look back and go, okay, um, you know, my youngest daughter may have a, a different view of things going on in the world. And, you know, my, my oldest son may talk to her and say, hey, that, that's, that's, that's kind of, you, 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 it's skewed a little bit for you. How mm -hmm. about this? Have you, talked, have you thought about this? And so that is a big deal in our house because now it, it's being spread around and we can see, as I, as, as I said earlier, the, the, the cakes are made from the same thing. And now the older cake is speaking to the younger cake 
and it's 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 bringing that that younger cake up a little bit quicker and and but still with the same foundation and the same ingredients but it's just a little bit quicker so we we get an opportunity to to really see uh the the benefits of holding true to uh, our our mission statement and what we believe who we are yeah so that's kind of a little bit um a couple nuggets on why um we believe family is first and why family is important. And as always, we thank you for even just taking the time to listen to the nuggets that hopefully we share with you on these, um, these in these moments. And again, we're not trying to tell you how to do it. We're just sharing with you some of the things and ways that have brought us to the place of, I think, fruitfulness in our, in our family life. Um, with our children and as a married couple also. So we'll be sharing more about marriage and parenting. But this is, again, just a start. And again, we thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Uh, Until next time. (laughs) Grace, peace, and love. laugh and made me cry made me happy made come, me come sad on, come on. and literally had made me come, come.